Hello, I am Jordan Westby. The topic of the podcast today is the book 12 Strong, The Declassified True Story of the Horse Soldiers by Doug Stanton. In this book, Stanton describes the true story of 12 U.S. Army Special Forces soldiers who are assigned to assist Northern Alliance fighters against the Taliban and Al-Qaeda after the September 11th bombings. The date is September 11th, 2001. Several al-Qaeda fighters take over four aircrafts, hitting the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, and a field in Pennsylvania. After these attacks, the U.S. government secretly sends 12 Special Forces soldiers to Afghanistan to assist the Uzbek leader, Abdul Dostum, on capturing the Taliban's northern base, Mazar-e-Shaft. These 12 soldiers, Dostum, and the Uzbek fighting forces are the book's focus. After the 9-11 attacks, the U.S. government almost immediately sent bombing missions to Afghanistan. These, however, had little success. The government had little knowledge on where al-Qaeda was based besides some allegations. Even if they did, it would be nearly impossible for them to hit the targets without ground-provided coordinates. Because of this, the government made a deal with the Northern Alliance to send their best troops in return for their guidance throughout Afghanistan. Now then, who is this mysterious Northern Alliance, which I have continuously mentioned throughout this podcast? The Northern Alliance consisted of three tribes ruled by people called Mohek, Atta, and Dostum. Now all having rivalries against each other, they used to fight each other against the Soviet Union, who invaded in 1979. They fought under the rule of Ahmad Shah Massoud. Unfortunately, Massoud was assassinated by the Taliban three days before the 9-11 attacks. His death divided these tribes who forged feuds generally over land. Skipping forward to after the 9-11 attacks, the 12 soldiers under the command of Captain Mitch Nelson and Chief Warrant Officer Cal Spencer had been ripped from their families, children, and even honeymoons, to go off to Afghanistan to fight the Taliban. Their families, as well as them, had mixed thoughts of them leaving to go fight again. All, of course, did not want them to go, but realized that they had to, and for a good cause. They then all eventually left. They were flown in a Chinook helicopter to the Uzbek land. They couldn't quite see Dawson yet, though. They first had to stop in the Uzbek base known by the Americans as K-2, it was here where they were where they were briefed by CIA operatives uh, who would then go off to assist Atta as the soldiers would go off to assist Dostum. When the soldiers got to Dostum's base, they were informed that they would have to travel solely on horseback all the way to Mazar. Thusly, they got riding. Occasionally, they would stop to get supplies from towns right after they would free them from the Taliban and or Al-Qaeda, who had a very tight grasp all over the country. They eventually took Mazar from the Taliban and thusly took the entire northern half of Afghanistan. Fun fact. This was the only fun fact that I could find due to the rest of them being quite solemn. The 12 horse soldiers led the first U.S. cavalry charge of the 21st century. These soldiers played an important part in the conflict against jihadists in the Middle East. Without them, we probably wouldn't be standing upon the painfully recently obtained platform of victory against them. So in salute, 
In conclusion, I salute these horse soldiers for being the start of the end of jihadist military efforts.